You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Ngayon po tayo ay naka-series break, okay? Kaya po ang magiging topic po natin is somewhat uh, very relevant in our time today. Very relevant po yung ating pag-uusapan. That's why uh, I'm also excited. By the way, next week po is the start of our series on parables of Jesus. Okay? Kaya maganda rin yun. Exciting din. Iba-ibang mga parables yung maririn natin for the next eight weeks. Alright. So ngayon po, ay, uh, tayo po ay uh, tatalakay ng isang napakahalagang topic. At ito po ay may kinalaman sa role natin as a church sa kalagayan po ng ating bayan. And I'm pretty sure all of you have a heart for our nation. Tama ba ako? Okay? Mahal natin ang ating minamahal na bansa. At gusto natin na ito ay tunay na mailagay sa kamay ng Panginoon. We believe and we agree in the prophetic destiny of our nation that uh, this nation would be exalted by God at makita natin na magningning yung atin pong bayan. Pag-uusapan po natin yung ating uh, the role of the church in our national transformation. Okay, now, mahalaga po pag pinag-usapan yung national transformation, hindi lamang po ito yung pagganda ng ekonomiya. Hindi lamang po ito yung pag-unlad ng ating bansa, pagiging uh, maunlad ng bawat barangay, ng bawat city. Hindi lamang po dyan. Ito po ay holistic. Ito po ay, ito rin ay spiritual, moral, political, economical. Ibig sabihin, magkakaroon ng transformation, magkakaroon ng pagbabago for the better. Okay? At bago po mangyari, dapat maintindihan natin na meron tayong role na ginagampanan. We are not just here to observe and be an ordinary citizen of the nation. We are part of the church and we are the church and we have a role to play. Now, para maging tama yung pag-perform natin ng ating role, kinakailangan alam natin ang mga bagay na nangyayari sa bayan. Amen. Hindi lamang po yung kwento doon sa kapitbahay ninyo kung anong nangyayari sa kanila, kundi kung ano ang nangyayari sa bayan natin, yung mga magaganda at yung mga hindi rin po ganong maganda. Dahil kung isang side lang ang malalaman natin, hindi magiging tama at align yung ating panalangin sa kalooban ng Panginoon. Kaya sa oras na ito, tignan po natin. Silipin natin sandali, ano ba yung mga, mga bagay na nangyayari sa ating bayan? You know what? The Bible says, watch and pray. Watch and pray. Bakit po watch? Watch what God is doing. Watch what the enemy is doing so that we can properly pray. Amen? Watch and pray. That's our mandate. Now, tignan po natin ano ba yung mga positibong pangyayari na nangyayari ngayon sa ating bansa. Una, alam po natin na ang battle cry, ang pinaka-banner ng atin pong bagong pangulo at bagong pamahalaan is anti-drug campaign. At ngayon po ay magandang balita ito pero nakakasyak. Hindi ba kayo nasyasyak? Okay. 800 drug dependents already surrendered. Parang ganyan pa karami ang adik sa Pilipinas? Hindi ka ba kayo nagtataka? Tignan nyo nga yung mata ng katabi ninyo. Mapula, mapula ba? Baka kinakabahan ako eh. Kasi pagka mapula, it could either siya ay drug addict o yun, demon possessed. Dalawa lang huyon. Okay. Anti-drug campaign with 800 drug dependents who surrendered. Sumuko at sabi po ng ating Pangulo, tatlong milyon daw yan. Wow! Tindi, no? Kung hindi pa nagkaroon ng kampanya, hindi natin malalaman na ganyan pa karami nangangailangan ng tulong. 
At nagkaroon na po tayo ng 911 emergency hotline. Okay? Pagka may mga emergency, that is America lang uso yan. Pero ngayon, meron na tayo rito. That's also because of political will. And then meron tayong 8888 anti-corruption hotline. Pag may aralang kayong corruption at gusto ninyong ipahatid sa pangmalan, tatawag po kayo dyan. Okay? FOI. Alam niyo sabihin ng FOI? Freedom of information on all government employees with a bill to follow. Actually, may bill na ngang pinasa, hindi palang huna ipapasa. Kaya ang ginawa ng ating Pangulo, inuna lahat ng mga government uh, agencies na magkaroon ng FOI na sila. Iksabihin, maging transparent ang kanilang mga transactions and records in the government. Economic ties with Vietnam where we get 48% of our rice imports. Kamakay na lang ko nagpunta ang ating uh, mahal na Pangulo sa Vietnam at naging maganda yung usapan doon and uh, talaga namang tayo ay eh, mahilig sa kanin, hindi ba? Eh, kulang tayo sa supply at misa na dumadating ang bagyo kaya kinakapos tayo and this is some oh, good news for us. Additional salaries for soldiers and policemen. Sino dito mga polis? Mga sundalo? Yan na, meron na kayong additional salaries for soldiers and policemen. Sabi, dodobli daw, uh, medyo nagkakagulo pa. Pinag-uusapan pa nila kung kailan mangyayari kung 2017 hanggang 2018 or 2020. Ano, ah, kung saan malayo yun? Ano, 2018. Okay, sabi kasi ng Department of Budget and Management, eh, wala pa raw pera as of the moment. Okay? Pero magandang balita na rin yan at may naabangan sila. 2,000 additional pension for retirees. Yan. Sino po rito mga pensionado na? Taas ng kamay. Ah, maglibre kayo, ha? Manlibre kayo. Okay. Removal of income tax to those who are earning 250 annually. Sino po ang kumikita rito ng 250,000 annually? Wala ba kayong trabaho? Parang hindi kayo nag-earn nito, ah. Ha? Ah, higit pa dyan ang sweldo ninyo. Ha? Very good. Dapat taksan kayo. Okay. Financial support on the OFWs displaced in Saudi Arabia. It's a good news dahil may mga kababayan tayo dahil kulang ng trabaho sa Saudi Arabia. Natambay sila ro ng matagal pero sinuportahan sila ng ating Pangulo. Separate department for Department of Transportation and Department of Communication para mabigyan ng pansin. Lahat ng pangangailangan para sa ating transportation, lalo na o sa traffic na nangyayari ngayon at sa kakulangan ng mga uh, transportation para wala nang masyadong gumamit ng mga private vehicle. At kainaman din, may sarili na yung Department of Communication para may address po yung super bagal na internet natin. Di ba? Kayo ba nabibilisan? Uh, ewan ko po sa inyo, pero ako talagang ako'y nababagalan. Okay. Ongoing peace negotiations with the NPA, MNLF, and MILF. Well, at least ongoing na yung peace negotiation at magpray natin na magtagumpay ito nang wala namang may kukompromise sa ating bayan. Okay. Now, next is the negative updates. Kailangan malaman din ho natin. Okay? Yung sa dapat natin pasalamatan si Lord doon. Ito naman ay maging concern rin ng bawat isa sa atin. Ano ba yon? Una, yung perceived increase in extrajudicial killing. Sabi ko po dyan is perceived. Why? Wala tayong ebidensya. Siguro yung isang libong napatay, baka lumaban silang lahat. Di ba? Kayo ba naniniwalang lumaban lahat yon? Well, sagutin na lang po ninyo yan sa inyo pong mga sarili with all honesty. But we have to pray for this because maging ang United Nations ay na-alarm at ang ibang bansa. At uh, of course, pasama na dyan yung Amerika dahil 
hindi naman ho rin kalooban ng Panginoon na, uh, na may mga namamatay na hindi dapat mamatay. Pakalo, experiment president in bitter exchanges of words against European Union, United Nations, Australia, France, USA, at iba pa. Okay. Pag-pray po natin, ang atin ng Pangulo, kasi no one can control his tongue. And we have to pray also for these nations. Dahil ang mga bansang ito ang may mga pinakamalalaking investment dito po sa ating bayan. Okay? At hindi humainam na, na ilalagay sa panganib ang ating relationship sa kanila. Philippine-American friendship in danger. In danger nanganganib dahil pinaalis na ho ni Pangulong Duterte yung mga sundalo hanggang taon na lang sila, yung balikatan natin. Hanggang ngayon na lang silang taon na to, Pagkatapos so next year, wala na sila. Pero alam natin na hindi lang basta in danger yung relationship, may consequences ho yan. Isa na dyan ang masasabi ko, meron po tayong isang member ng ating apostolic team. Ito na po sabihin yung pangalan, pero siya po ay pabalik-balik na sa Amerika dahil ho, meron tayong mga churches doon, pero ito pong huli ay hindi na ho inaprobahan yung kanyang visa. Kahit napakaraming beses niya na nagpapabalik-balik. So, medyo yan po ay isa sa panganib. Kaya kung kayo, mga nagplano kayo pumunta ng United States, dahil marahil meron kayong, meron kayong ka-FB na mapapang-asawa nyo doon, baka mahirapan kayo. <laughs> Sige, habang buhay na kayong dalaga. Okay. Pia possible compromise agreement with China and Soviet Union. Okay? Kasi po, dahil nga na medyo may, you know, medyo may bitter exchanges of words doon sa U.S., at sa iba pang United Nations countries, eh, tayo naman, eh, dumidikit tayo doon sa China, sa Soviet Union, at may nagsabi, baka raw pati sa North Korea. Okay? Kaya lang po, these are nations are very, you know, alam nyo naman ang ibig kong sabihin. Alam nyo na yun. Okay. Peso currency getting low against the dollar. 48 na ho ang palitan ngayon. Uh, sino rito maraming dollar? Humble kayo, ha? Okay. Heavy traffic remains as a problem with no emergency power being given to President Duterte. Eh, paano kasi ang dami-dami din namang ginagawa sa Senado at Kongresong Investigasyon? May circus dun eh. Okay, kaya hanggang ngayon, maaaroon pa rin ang traffic, hindi pa rin ibibigay yung emergency power. Abu Sayyab continues bomb threat that placed Davao under state of lawlessness. Ang Abu Sayyab po, iba po sa MILF. MILF. Sila po yung mga mga hoodlum. Sila yung mga nangingid na for ransom. Kaya ayaw ng Pangulo na magkaroon o pumasok sa, sa peace accord sa kanila. Threat of terrorism in the country. Kamakailan lang siguro na balitaan ninyo na maraming mga bombing daw sa mall at marami sa inyo natanggap na huwag pumunta sa Victory Alabang dahil ito ay mall at pwedeng pasabugin. Ano? Tataka naman ako, bakit naman sa membro lang natin pinapadala? At saka, of course, yung ISIS, it's becoming alarming, especially in our nation today. So, makikita po natin, ito po yung mga, ito po yung mga nangyayari, kaganapan sa atin pong bayan, and all of us must take this to heart. We are not just to sit and enjoy, let us do our role as a church to pray for our beloved nation. We need to do something. Because the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 to 2, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Sabi niyo, arise, arise. Shine. shine. Now, if you are 
to read verse 2, sabi ron, For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and His glory will be seen upon you. May katotohan ang binabanggit ito si Prophet Isaiah, especially during their time, which can also be seen today. Darkness covers the earth, but there is also the spirit of light that is in the lives of God's people, and that's the glory of God. So may paglalaban sa dilim at sa liwanag. Now, papaano magpiprevail ang liwanag sa kadiliman? Ito po'y mangyayari lamang kung ang mga mananampalataya being called as people of God, and that's the church in our time, should learn to arise and to shine. Dahil kung tayo tutulog-tulog, all that is necessary for evil to triumph is for believers, Christians, for good men to do nothing. To do nothing and be nothing, then darkness will arise. So, ang kadiliman, ibig sabihin po ito'y gawa ng, mga, ng kaaway. It's a negative spirit that's hovering our nation. But God as a believer has a church in this nation. We need to arise, we need to shine. Because the light that we have is far greater than the darkness that is hovering our nation right now. Do you agree? Jesus that is in us is greater than He who is in the world. Unfortunately, if believers would just watch television and would just stare and without and doing nothing, matatalo po tayo by default. Remember this, that Christ has already won on the cross. At kung tayo man matatalo, it's not because our God is weak, but because we refuse to arise and we refuse to shine. So today, pag-uusapan po natin, is our role, the role of the church, a national transformation. Tumayo po tayong lahat, basahin po natin sa 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. Sabay-sabay po natin basahin, 1, 2, 3. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Lord, samahan mo po kami sa oras na ito ng aming pag-aaral ng iyong salita. Pangunahan mo po kami, give us your divine illumination and give us a heart towards our nation. Align us with your heart, Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us, for inspiring us in our heart to pray and to love this nation in Jesus' name. Amen. Ang isa pong tungkuli natin na inilagay ng Panginoon sa ating mga balikat ay katulad po ng mababasa natin doon sa 1 Timothy chapter 2 ay yung tayo po ay malalangin. Sabi niyo, pray. Once again, sabi niyo, pray. pray. Kaya sabi pong ganun dito, first of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people. Sa madaling salita, sa buong bayan natin. And then may special mention sa verse 2, for kings and all who are in high positions. That includes those people in the government and of course, our beloved president, President Duterte. Anong sabi ron? That we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. There is a responsibility that's on our shoulders that God is counting on us. God is not counting on the wicked. God is not counting on the unbelievers. First and foremost, they don't know God. They don't know how, they don't know how to pray. Amen. 
God is expecting us, this righteous people. We are righteous because of the blood of Jesus who cleansed us. We are righteous not because of our own good works. We are righteous because of Christ's righteousness in us. And God will answer our prayer if we are the ones who will call Him. Amen. Without righteousness, no one will see God. Without holiness, no one will see God. Since we have the righteousness of God in us through Christ Jesus, God is the one, we are the ones being expected by God to pray for our nation. And if we are not going to pray for our nation, who else will? Marami nga tayong Kristiyano rito sa Pilipinas, pero kung hindi tayo mananalangin, paano kikilos ang Diyos? The plan of God is to always use the church in the fulfillment of His plan here on earth. Remember that we are Christ ambassadors here on earth. Tayo ang inaasahan ng Panginoon. Whenever we stand on whatever issues, let us stand on the middle. We are not supposed to exercise political fanaticism na wala na tayong nakikita dahil nakaganoon na yung ating mga mata, iisang direksyon lang. It's not time for us to have our own political fanaticism and biases. It's time for us to stand on the Word of God. Let us watch what God is doing. Let us also watch what the enemy is doing. Then and only then we can appropriately pray. Because if you do not know what the enemy is doing, remember this, our enemies are not flesh and blood, but principalities in the air, powers, ruler of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. Hindi laman. Kung may nakikita ka mang tao sa gobyerno na nangaabuso o merong nangungurap or whatever, those are spirits na nagtatagumpay sa kanilang buhay kaya hindi nila ma-resist ang temptation. We have our responsibility to pray for all people, for everyone, especially for kings and all who are in high positions. Bakit binigyan ng specific mention yung nasa high position? Even the kingdom of God and even the gates of hell recognize those people who are in high position. God can use them, but the devil can also use them. Are you there? Hindi nila alam po pwede silang magamit ng demonyo. Hindi rin nila alam na pwede silang magamit ng Diyos bagamat sila'y mandated na gumawa ng tama. Pero alam naman natin, in reality, in history, hindi lahat gumagawa ng tama. Amen. So, our responsibility natin, I'm, I am putting on our shoulder the responsibility. We are the church. Responsibility natin ipalalangin sila. They can't control themselves. It is on our shoulders to pray for them because God commanded that to us. Bakit tayo mananalangin? Because ang Diyos ay nakikinig sa panalangin and this is the weapon that we have. For 2 Corinthians 10.4 For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Say strongholds. Ano ibig sabihin ng strongholds? Simple lang. Ito yung... Stronghold means ito yung nakahold na strong. <laughs> In all agencies of government, since I'm talking about our nation, in every area of society, there's what you call stronghold of the enemy. In other words, ito yung gates of hell or gates of Hades. Ibig sabihin, may mga demonyo na naka-assign doon. Okay? Now, we as a church, we should know that we have the weapon to destroy the strongholds of the enemy. 
Do you believe that the church is victorious? Our victory rests not upon us. Our victory rests upon what Christ did on the cross. May mga strongholds doon, may mga gates. Ang sabi ng strongholds, ng Old Testament, pagkaayos para maproteksyon ng sila against the enemy, pupunta sila sa stronghold. So, ibig sabihin, halimbawa, just for example, may particular government. Halimbawa, sabihin niyo yung BIR o sabihin niyo yung Bureau of Custom. Halimbawa lang. Mayroong stronghold ang enemy doon. Okay? In as much as there are people who would like this government to do good, but why is it ang hirap ma-penetrate ng kabutihan? Because there is what you call stronghold. That's why what we need to do is to make spiritual warfare. Why? Because we must be on the offensive side and not on the defensive side. Bombard it with our prayer so that this gate, so that this stronghold would be destroyed. Amen. Sa pamamagitan niya ng palalangin, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Bakit tayo? God is looking for someone. In the Old Testament, in Ezekiel 22 verse 30, because wickedness were so rampant during that day that God would like to destroy that nation, but God said this first to prophet Ezekiel. I look for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so that I would not have to destroy it. Naghanap ng Diyos ng isang tao o naghanap ng Diyos ng tao na tatayo sa pagitan ng Diyos at ng kanyang bayan upang nang sa ganun hindi ko mawasak ang bayan na yan. Ang ibig sabihin, naghanap ang Diyos ng mga mananalangin, ng mga intercessors. At sino yung someone na ito? This, in our time, this is the church, the corporate man. The church is the corporate man at hinahanap tayo ng Panginoon. Dahil minsan ang mga church, ang, ma- ma- ang-, ang mananampalataya, pag nakakita ng isang magaling na leader, may tendency na ilagay na lang yung pananampalataya sa leader imbis na wag huminto na manalangin para sa kanya. The Bible says in Matthew 16, verse 18 to 19, On this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hindi magtatagumpay, kasi nga nabuhay na si Kristo, he defied death. The greatest weapon of the enemy is death, and Christ destroyed it when he rose again from the dead. Therefore, Tayo, nakapartner ni Jesus because we are the body of Christ. We are the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against us. So yung palalangin natin, we just have to arise and shine through our prayer and bombard the territory of the enemy in all agencies of government, in all peoples in the government, nang sa ganun, makuha natin yung tunay na tagumpay. Amen. Sabi na, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Yung susi, yung mga susi. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now, let me just simplify. Ang sinasabi rito, binigay sa atin ang susi, whatever you declare on earth shall be declared in heaven, and whatever you pull down on earth shall be pulled down in heaven. This is actually a spiritual warfare thing. There is power in our declaration corporately as a church. Individually nga meron eh. How much more corporately? When we declare God's will to be done here on earth, 
That is a very powerful declaration. Tayo, tinuturo natin the power of confession, di ba? Kapag laging kumpisal mo na, wala akong pera, wala na akong pag-asa, ay talagang mangyayari yun sa'yo. Kaya, ah, ako, ito na siguro yung kamamatay ko. Ay, talagang maghintay ka na lang. <laughs> there is power in our confession, in the words of mouth. So, in prayer, we declare God's will to be done here in the Philippines. Then we pull down the spirit of corruption, all forms of demonic spirit. Let us pull them down. Why? Because we have authority as a church to use the name of Jesus to destroy the works of the enemy. Christ was manifested that He might destroy the works of the, de- the devil and we are God's or Christ's extension. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles 7.14, If my people, say my people, who are the people of God here, raise your hands. If my people, not the people of the devil, if my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin and heal their land. God is looking for that someone God is looking for my people, sabi niya, and we are the people of God. God is expecting something from us. The church is the only instrument of God in this world to advance His kingdom. He will fulfill His plans and purposes in this world through the church. Walang plan B si Lord. Isa lang plan niya. Plan A. And that is to use the church to execute and to fulfill His plan here on earth and to advance His kingdom. Ang sabi ng advance His kingdom, lagi nating naririnig. Ano ba ibig sabihin nun? Ibig sabihin ba ang advance His kingdom is magpalaki ng church? Hindi ho yun. Ang ibig sabihin ng advancing His kingdom, yung kanyang paghahari ay namamayani sa lahat ng sangay ng pamahalaan. Pag sinabing advance His kingdom in our family, yung, yung mga Mahal mo sa buhay ay makakilala sa Diyos, una sa lahat, at pangalawa ay maging maayos sa takbo ng iyong pamilya. Advancing His kingdom in the government, it may not necessarily be that all these people would be born again, but somehow God's will would prevail over that agency of government. Amen. So, kailangan maintindi natin sabihin ng advancing His kingdom, ina-advance natin His kingdom like in a war. Na-conquer mo itong lugar na to, then you go again, advance, again, conquer again the another place. You see my point? Yun ang ibig sabihin na advancing God's kingdom. Taking the territories for Jesus Christ. He will fulfill His plan and purposes in this world through the church. That's why every one of us is Christ's representative to where we belong. In your office, in your school, in your business, wherever you may be, you are God's ambassadors. You are God's instrument. Advance God's kingdom there. Kung ikaw ay nagtatrabaho sa gobyerno, ikaw ang representative doon ng Panginoon to pray, to share God's, the Word of God so that yung agency na kung saan ka nag-work, mawala ang corruption doon at maging honest yung mga tao. Magsilbi kang liwanag doon. Arise, shine. For the light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And as people of God, our prayer is this, to advance His kingdom. Matthew 6, 9-10 to This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done in the Philippines as it is 
in heaven. Your will be done in my family as it is in heaven. Your will be done in my business as it is in heaven. Your will be done in our school as it is in heaven. Let us advance the kingdom of God. Let us advance the kingdom of God even in a government, even in Malacanang Palace. The power of prayer is sure. This is our connection with God. It is joining forces with God. How can we fail? God is just looking for us to unite ourselves rather than observing and giving our own comments, saying our own biases. Why don't we just stand on the Word of God and Lord, take hold of our nation. Yung mga nasa high position, huwag tayong sumamalas sa mga kampi-kampihan. Nag-aaway sila, pare-pareon silang nasa high positions. Sinasabi mo, ay, galang mo yun, kasi nasa pamahalaan yun. Siya, ganito may kasalanan. Ay, sinasabi mo, ganito may kasalanan, nasa pamahalaan din. They're also committing the same sin. Sa atin o mga kapatid, tayo ay as a church. Alam kong bumoto tayo, yung iba bumoto sa ganito, bumoto kay ganyan. That's immaterial now. We are now, we have a nation. Mahalin natin yung bansa natin. Sino man ang nariyan, suportahan natin. Kung nakikita natin nagkakamali, ipanalangin natin. Dahil no one is perfect. Huwag natin ilagay ang ating pag-asa at huwag natin ilagay ang ating pananampalataya sa tao. Ilagay lang natin ito sa Diyos. Amen. Yun ho ang isang kamalian natin. Eh. Come on, let's give God a hand. Nagsisimulang mag-gewang-gewang yung ating bayan kapag ka sinimula natin gawin yung... Kasi magre-relax ka eh. Hindi, ano, magaling naman yung leader namin. Ayos lang. Kahit anong gawin niya, ayos lang. We are putting the burden on one man instead of putting our, the burden on our shoulders as a church. We have the obligation to pray. I remember the prophetic words being given by one, by one prophet in the body of Christ when President Duterte assumed position. May prophecy siya. Ang sabi niya, this man can be used by God, an instrument of God, to do good to your nation. On the other hand, there is also that spirit that would make him be used by the devil for the negative things of the nation. So, dalawa. Pwedeng gamitin siya ng Diyos as instrument, pwede siyang gamitin ng kaaway as instrument as well to fulfill his own purpose. Where do we stand as a church? Ang sabi ng, ng, uh, ng prophet na yun, your obligation, you will be the one to determine the course of this nation when you start praying for those people who are in authority. Pwedeng gamitin siya ng either Pero ang church ay mananalangin, magpiprevail yung spirit na siya ay magagamit ng Diyos kaysa magamit siya ng kaaway. And in that prophetic words, ang paggamit extreme at pwede extreme ganito. It's both. And somehow, we are seeing that. Kaya dapat tayong magningning, dapat tayong bumangon at makita natin yung divine responsibility natin before God. Do you get my point? This is not a political preaching. This is to awaken us as a church that we have that obligation before God. Let us not lose our passion in proclaiming the Word of God. And my second point is we need to proclaim the Gospel of the Lord continually because it is God's will for people to be saved. Sabiron, this is good and it is pleasing in our sight of God our Savior who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Let us not stop proclaiming the gospel. Let us not stop seeing people being saved. 
Now, ang tanong, ito, Pastor, ibig sabihin mo ba, uunlad lang ang Pilipinas kapag ka ang lahat na ng Pilipino ay maborn again? Wala po akong sinabing ganon. Ang sinasabi lang ng Diyos sa atin, gawin natin yung responsibilidad natin. We keep on proclaiming Christ and His victory on the cross, on the lives of people, and let them respond. Do you believe that there is power in our proclamation? There is power in our tongue. This is one lesson that I would like to teach everyone. Okay? Yung mga tatay, the word, be careful with the words that you say in your family, in your children, in your wife. Why? Because their death and life are in the power of the tongue and because you are the spiritual authority inside the house, your words are powerful. It can either it be inspired by the Holy Spirit or inspired by demonic spirit. Yung mga principal ng eskwelahan, yung mga presidente ng kumpanya, yung mga nasa authority, powerful ang words nila, whether it is cursing, it is blessing, it's because they are in the authority. As I said, even the gates of hell, even the gates of heaven, recognize that authority. Kaya yung mga nasa authority, be careful with your words. Now, how much more if you are a president of a nation? That whatever you say, you think, okay lang kung isang ordinaryong mamamayan eh. Ang epekto nun, maaaring sa kanya lang. Pero ang epekto nito, since he is a president of a nation, ang buong bansa ang maapektuhan. In example, sa Bible, ang kabayo. Ang nagpapatakbo sa direksyon ng kabayo, ano? Yung kanyang bibig. Pagka pinihit ng papaganot, yung gagano'n yun, gagano'n yun. Same thing with us. Ang direksyon ng buhay natin nakasalalay ko anong lumalabas sa iyong bibig. Now, if you are a man of authority and God has placed you there, God is expecting that every words you say is very selective. Make sure you think first before you say something. Kita nyo, pag nagsalita ng ating presidente, international community, nakararating. Naririnig ng international media. Diyan ba kayo? Alam nating lahat, alam pa ng ibang bansa, kaya nababatikos tayo. He's not just an ordinary mayor. Kung siya ordinary mayor, apektado lang yung kanyang city. But he's now a president of the nation. Huwag kayong magalit sa ating Pangulo. Dapat nyo siyang ipanalangin because I am putting now the burden on us, not on him. Isipin ninyo, he's more than 70 years old right now. Hindi natin alam yung kanyang pinanggalingan. Yung kanyang karanasan. Hindi natin alam kung ano ang mga negatibong bagay na nangyari sa kanya nag-accumulate yun kaya't siya ay siya ngayon, kung ano siya ngayon. Kailangan niya ng inner healing. Paano mangyayari yun? E kung wal, hindi niya totoong kilala ang Diyos sa kanyang buhay, maaaring kilala niya sa kasaysayan, maaaring kilala niya sa kanyang mga naririnig base sa tradisyon, pero sa isang Bibliang kaparaanan, maaaring hindi niya lubusang kilala ang Diyos. Let us, let us not hate Him. Dahil kung hindi niya lubusang kilala ang Panginoon, do you expect Him to say the right thing? I'm putting the burden on us. Ayaw kong makita na maging Hitler siya. Kahit sinasabi niya, I am opposing it in the name of Jesus. Hindi naman niya alam that there is power in the tongue. Kahit sinasabi pa niyang, I'm going to teach God the meaning of justice. Does He really exist? Where is He during the uh, during massacres, where is he when the nation is suffering? I don't, ayokong tignan nyo na siya. I would rather pray than prejudge him. Pag may kaaway siya, 
yung mga panatiko sa kanya, minumura sa Facebook yung kaaway niya. Sino sa palagay ninyo ang mas mabuti yung minumura ninyo o kayo? It's a reflection of you. Huwag na, huwag na tayong makisalay sa sirkus. Maraming nanunood tayo, pero nanunood tayo, pero nananalangin tayo. Kasi on the first place, natutuloy, hindi naman natin alam kung sinong tama at mali eh. We can only air our opinion, pero let your opinion be yours. Huwag nyo nang ilagay sa social media. Amen. We are the church. We are only fanatics of Jesus. Period. Politicians come and go. But Jesus will stay and will live forever, forever and ever. Second Corinthians 4, 3-4 And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age, referring to the devil, to Satan, siya yung God of this age, has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is the image of God. Many people are spiritually blind. Katulad na rin ng marami sa mga nasa ating pamahalaan ngayon. Spiritually blind sila. Don't expect them to know the word. Don't expect them to know the meaning of righteousness because spiritually blind sila. Ano ang tungkulin natin to pray that this stronghold of spiritual blindness be removed so that the gospel of Christ can come in, they would be able to see the light of the gospel. Ma-enlighten sila. Last Sunday, nagkaroon po ng karamdaman yung ating pastor doon. Ako po ang nag-preach ng 7pm Sunday. Pagkatapos kong mag-preach, may lumapit sa aking mag-ina. Sabi niya, sabi nung nanay, pastor, gusto ko po sana ipag-pray niyo yung aking anak. Kasi sa lahat ng kanyang kabarkada, siya na lang ang natitira. Puro mga adik kasi sila. Kinanong ko yung lalaki, ano, kumusta ka na? Pastor, mag-pray niyo po ako kasi lahat po ng mga kaibigan ko, patay na. Ako na lang ako natitira. Sabi ko, sigurado ko bang hindi ka nasundan? <laughs> Mahirap na, ako kausap. <laughs> Ngayon, ang sabi niya, Pastor, nakakilala na po ako sa Panginoon. Ayoko na po talagang magdroga. Hingi po ako ng prayer sa inyo. Naingatan ako ni Lord. O nga naman, kasi baka sa Sunday, alam niyo naman ang buhay. Alam mo. Sabi niya, gusto ko lang po magkaroon ng trabaho. You see, ang taong ito nakakilala sa Panginoon, nabigyan siya ng opportunity na makakilala sa Panginoon. Now, I would like you to listen to this very important reminder. Sa puso natin, minsan gusto na natin maubos lahat ng mga adik na ito. Tama? Tama? Lalo pag nakanood ka ng The Punisher. Parang, sige pa, buti pagpapatay na nga lahat yan. There is, that, there is that thing in our heart, kahit ako aminin ko. Lalo pag nakikita ko maraming nare-rape, maraming nahu-hold up, buti pa pagpapatay na lang lahat yan eh. Ubusin na yan. Now, doon ho sa isang libong napatay, Maring yung iba doon lumaban. Ha? Maring yung iba doon, hindi naman talaga lumaban. Now, ano ba talaga, pastor? Ano ba kalooban ng Diyos? Remember this, that life is sacred before God. Kung lumaban sila, ay talagang, kaysa naman yung mapatay yung pulis, mabuting sila na yung mapatay. Tama ba? 
But it's hard to say na yung 1,000 na yung lahat lumaban, lalo na kung nakatali sila, nung lumaban sila. <laughs> okay, nakakulong na, lumaban. <laughs> Talaga dapat patayin kung lumaban. Kung lumaban. Kung hindi naman lumaban, bigyan mo ng opportunity yung tao na yun na mabuhay or else sinahadlangan mo siya na magkaroon ng pagkakataong makilala niya si Kristo. Tulad yung lalaki lumapit sa akin, lahat ng kaibigan niya, wala nang opportunity na makakinig ng salita ng Diyos eh. Bakit? Tayo, di ba lahat tayo nagkasala? Paano kung hindi na tayo binigyan ng pagkakataong nagkasala ka sa asawa mo, nag-commit ka ng adultery, tapos ang palusay, patoy, patay, patay kagad. Nakita sa akto, patay. Nag-violate ka ng traffic. Patay! Tapos oh. nakita ko pa kayo, pagdating nyo rito, natutulog kayo. <laughs> Buti sana kung pagising nyo, langit. Eh kung impero na. You see, that is where we stand. That's why we need to pray. These things are uncontrollable before our eyes. But there's something that we can do when we pray and when we preach the Word of God. Yung mga sumurender, let me tell you this. Unless they hear God's Word and experience genuine transformation, ay mapalitan ng presidente, babalik lahat yun. Doon pumapasok yung role ng church. Kung kayo may mga mahal kayo sa buhay, kabarkada nyo, kaibigan ninyo, na drug addict, sira nyo na ng Word of God. Totoo, i-engage ninyo. Pero minsan, isang taon nang ini-engage, hindi nyo pa sinisira ng Word of God. Diretsuhin nyo na. Impyerno ang punta mo pag hindi ka tumanggap. <laughs> we need to win people for Christ and the only way to do that is for us to preach the Word. 2 Timothy 4.2 Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Meaning, whether the, whether the time is favorable, the time is not favorable, preach the word, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. No, ako'y nasa fort, pero no, akong dinidisciple Siya po ay isang homosexual at siya po ay nagtitake ng ecstasy. Sabi niya, that is his way of balancing his life because he has all the success that he needed in his life and there's na, nothing to, to balance him. May boyfriend siya at sila ay parehong nagtitake ng ecstasy. Sabi ko, matinding trabaho to Lord, bakit naman ito? <laughs> Nevertheless, I prayed for him even though it appears to be so impossible. And when I started sharing the Word of God, misan hindi darating sa one-to-one. So, sis, misan, pupunta ako sa araw na yon, wala naman akong pasok, pupunta ako just for him dahil yung availability niya, biglang magte-text at sabihin, hindi ako available. Could you imagine? Sa sukat ako nakatira, global city yon. Uuwi ako. Luwaan. <laughs> Siya lang ang pinunta ko ron eh. <laughs> Pero hindi ako tumigil hanggang sa malapit na naming matapos yung one-to-one. Yung isang taon na, hindi pa tapos yung one-to-one. Seven sessions lang yun. <laughs> Imagine niyo yun. Hanggang sa ako po'y nalipat na rito at hindi na ako. Pero yung mga eksena namin ay ibang klase. Madaling araw tatawag sa akin, umiiyak. 
may problema siya, lalagtik na naman siya ng ecstasy, may tatawag, giniwalay siya ng boyfriend niya, etc., etc. Ang dami! Ang daming, ang daming warfare, ang daming deliverance <laughs> ang ginawa. Akala ko yung mga salita ng Diyos na naitanim sa kanyang puso ay nawalan ng saysay. Hanggang sa nung umalis na po ako, trinasafer ko po siya sa isang kristyanong magpapatuloy ng kanyang one-to-one dahil hindi dito na ako sa alabang. Makalipas po ang ilang taon, nagulat po ako, tabalitaan ko. Nagbago na po siya. Kung dati siya ay homosexual, ay iba na po. Lalaki na po siya at hindi lamang po yun. Ngayon po, siya ay isang victory group leader na. Lalaking lalaki. At naghahanap ng mapapang asawa. Baka available kayo. Isa ho siya sa mga volunteer natin sa, sa, sa province. At siya ginagamit doon ng Panginoon Mighty. Kaya lang dumalo siya ng School of Empowerment. Because he would like to use the gift of the Holy Spirit to minister to other people like him as well. You see, kung sa kanyang pagiging adik noon ay napatay na siya, wala na siyang opportunity makarinig ng salita ng Panginoon. Church, we have a role to play. And our role is not easy. Our role is significant, but we have the power of God in our hands. We can pray. We can proclaim the gospel because these are the weapons that we need to win people for Christ, to touch our government, to touch every agencies of our government in areas of our society. The church is Christ's representative on earth to bring about national transformation through prayer and proclamation of the gospel. Christ himself, during his earthly ministry, he prayed for Jerusalem. The Philippines is our Jerusalem. And Christ prayed for Jerusalem in a crying mode. And this was his prayer in Matthew 23. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings? And you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Pertaining to Israel, pertaining to Jerusalem, Christ will not return unless they start recognizing Jesus as the Messiah. That's the context. But the application in our nation today, unless we recognize Jesus Christ in our government, unless we recognize Jesus Christ in our nation, we will not see that the divine visitation of Jesus Christ in our nation. We would like to see the divine visitation of Christ in the Philippines only when the church would recognize that Jesus Christ is Lord over the government, Jesus Christ is Lord over the Philippines. And we can recognize Him when we start acknowledging Him in prayer and praying for this nation. Hindi magiging mapalad ang bayang ito kung hindi natin kikilala ng si Jesus ang Panginoon. But the Bible says in Psalm 33 verse 12, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Let's bow down our head. Lord, we thank you so much for calling us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Kami may buhay na walang hanggan, kami may kaligtasan. As our head bow down, eyes close. Sa lahat sa inyo na naririto, lalo na kung sa kauna-unahang pagkakataon ay nakadalo kayo ng gawain ito. 
maaaring hindi nyo lubos ang lahat na intindihan ang buong mensahe. Pero gusto pong unawain nyo yung pinakamahalagang mensaheng ito. Mahal kayo ng Panginoon at ang gusto nyo ay maligtas kayo at para kayo mag- bago para kayo magkaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan at kaligtasan nais ng Panginoon sampalatayanan mo siya at tanggapin mo siya sa iyong puso bilang iyong Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas at kung sa oras na ito hinihipo ka kapatid ng Panginoon na gusto mong ibigay yung buhay mo sa Panginoon upang mabigyan niya ng pag-asa at saysay huwag kang mahiya handa kitang ipanalangin Itaas mo lang ang iyong kamay, isang kaman nakaupo ngayon. Huwag mong isipin yung katabi mo. Huwag mong isipin yung nasa harap at nasa likod mo. Isipin mo ang Panginoon ang nakatingin sa iyo sa oras na ito. And if you want God to come inside your heart, just lift up your hands right now. Yes, salamat. Salamat sa mga kamay na yan. Nakikita kayo yung Diyos. Thank you for those hands. Just lift up your hands. Wag po kayong mahiya. I'm giving you this opportunity. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. I'm going to count one to three. I'm giving you the chance. If you have not yet totally surrender your life to Jesus, this is the moment. Totohanan yung isuko ng inyong buhay. Taas po ninyong kamay. One. Two and three. Thank you for those hands. Sa lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay, pwede po ba kayong tumayo? Sandali, panalangin ko po kayo. Sige po, kayo maya. Let's continue to bow down our heads without looking around. Those who lifted up their hands, tayo po kayo. At nais ko pong tumingin kayo sa akin sa oras na ito at nais ko pong itaas ninyo ang inyong kamay at sumabay kayo sa panalangin ito. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay, taas po ninyo ang inyong kamay Sabihin niyo Panginoong Hesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo. Salamat. Handa kang magpatawad. Patawarin mo ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Ang buhay na ito ay isinusuko ko na sa iyo. Salamat Panginoon, ako ay anak ng Diyos at mayroong buhay na walang hanggan. Salamat po, Panginoon. Pwede po bang palakpakan natin ang Panginoon sa kanilang buhay?